Manx Radio Sport. Good evening and welcome back to a packed Friday Sport preview this evening on Manx Radio. I'm Rob Pritchard with you through until 6.30pm. Coming up this evening... In netball, the Manx Rams have bagged their first win of the Netball World Cup qualifiers this afternoon. We get the reaction from the team's coach on their big victory. In football, it's hotting up in the Manx divisions with two points separating the top three sides in the Men's Premier League and St Mary's will be gunning for control of Division 2 this weekend. In rugby, Douglas will be eyeing up some crucial points when they face Ultragun Kersal at the weekend whilst the Ravenscroft Manx Shield returns this Saturday. And in hockey, after a break for cup competitions last time out, the mixed league season resumes. That is all to come this evening. Starting with netball and a big day today for the Manx Rams squad as they got their first win of the Netball World Cup qualifiers this afternoon. They edged out Gibraltar by 44 points to 33 in an entertaining contest at the Emirates Arena in Glasgow where the qualifiers are taking place until Sunday. Not only is it a big win in the series for the island side but it avenges their loss to Gibraltar at the NSC back in May. Well in the last hour I caught up with Manx Rams coach Claire Batty to get her thoughts on today's victory. So Claire, congratulations, the Manx Rams' first win at the Netball World Cup qualifiers, a very entertaining contest and win against Gibraltar. You must be absolutely delighted. Yeah, of course we're delighted. Um, I mean, we we know that you know we've taken them before and that we could do it again, but we have had some last-minute changes to the squad as well. And so the girls dug deep and we still managed to take a win even with those changes. So really pleased that that's happened for us today. It was close the last time you both met at the NSC back in May. It was close today. It seemed like both sides took a bit of time to get their rhythm, but then your Isle of Man squad just seemed to start to edge ahead a little bit. Yeah, well, I always think that we 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 play with both teams play with dogged determination, and and you, so we're quite similar in in you know our height and and what we are capable of. And so yeah, it does always take a little bit of a time to go in and be able to read one another. But yeah. And I'm glad that we came out on top today. And the fact that you had two incredibly tough opening games of these qualifiers against Wales and Scotland. Wales, of course, eighth in the world. Scotland ranked 10th in the world as well. The fact that you were coming up and against a high standard straight from the start and then going into this Gibraltar game, do you think that set you up quite nicely to understand the pace and the intensity that's required? Uh, Yeah, I think that it, it did. But also Gibraltar have had some big games under their belts in the last two days as well. So... Um, it, it's a balance between keeping that intensity high and, and you know, whether we we have any tiredness coming in. But, you know, we've been training for, you know, to keep going and, and the girls have been keeping up with their fitness. So, yeah, I think probably we learn better from the last two games, but it's a totally different standard and totally different intensity of play. So we, we have to come in and play our game a little bit more than we've had to in the last two days. Just on that point there, you say a lot of work's gone into fitness, especially over the last couple of months leading up to this. How are you and the girls like finding the schedule as a whole? Because it is intense playing you know, games each day. Yeah, so we actually used to play in two games a day. That, in our challenge, that, that's what we end up doing, the two days of two games. So it's actually quite a luxury for us to be only playing one game a day. And so we're taking it in our stride, but it's probably tougher mentally to prepare for the next day. You've got another big game tomorrow as well, Republic of Ireland at 12 o'clock. What are the sort of challenges you're expecting from them and what are your hopes from that game? Well, we're certainly expecting a challenge. Um, Obviously, we, we didn't manage to beat these back in May. Um, we, we have to go in with determination of every other game that we've gone into this time. 
and we are still looking to edge for a win so we are going to keep pushing and you know hopefully we'll come out on the right side of that game. Mangram's head coach Claire Batty there after their big win over Gibraltar in the Nepal World Cup qualifiers today and as you heard right at the end there they will be playing the Mangram squad the Republic of Ireland tomorrow in their next qualifying match tomorrow at the Emirates Arena in Glasgow at 12pm and don't forget games are being live streamed over on Netball Scotland. Right let's move on to football packed set of fixtures this weekend in the Manx leagues and as I mentioned just a moment ago things really hotting up at the top and bottom of tables at the moment so for the first time this evening let's bring along Mr Mepham. Tony how are you doing? Good evening Rob. Uh, weather's looking good always like the little weather forecasting on a Friday night so we're, we're looking okay but my word, what a package we had last week, wasn't it? In the Premiership uh, results, uh, I don't know where anything's going at the moment. And now we're coming to the juicy end of the first half of the season because uh, after sort of 12 games, it's the Decart Railway Cup sort of semi-final draw. And at the moment, I don't know where you put your money, but I can't suss out who the top four are going to be because last week was so dramatic and so uh, sort of bizarre. Um, it's brought everyone back together again. Absolutely great from a neutral standpoint, I must say. <laughs> right, let's get straight into it then. We have six games on Saturday in the Canada Life Men's Premier League. All games kicking off at 2.30pm this Saturday across the divisions. Yeah, let's start with those six games in the Canada Life Men's Premier League. Well, the Union Mills against Douglas High School Old Boys. Union Mills with that tremendous win against Air St George's and Paul Giver's team have done ever so well. They've got quality in there, good young players coming through against the Old Boys side that found 90 minutes of football last week. Uh, Tommy Miller's in there coaching them. I watched them last night putting a lot of effort in this is the game that I think uh, yourself and Mr Moran have picked for me to go to so we'll go and watch this one uh, but at the moment current form you have to go for Millers to win it but I've taken note of that display yes, uh, last week sorry against Douglas High School Old Boys and then moving on we've got Douglas Royal and they're hosting Laxey yeah just looking at see what uh, Douglas Royal's team selection is at the moment Michael Fitzmorris will certainly be hoping to have uh, a lot of the dream team players back but when you look at currently uh, you've got uh, sort of uh, Lewis uh, Roberts in the FC Isle of Man squad. You've also got, um, you know, other players in there that have been brought in. So it's making them a little bit weaker. Laxey, I don't know what's happening. They're conceding a lot of goals. And when you look at the players that they've got there, Brody Patience with a hat-trick last week, but I don't think he's available this week. So I'm going to go for Douglas Royal to win in that one. St John's with their first defeat. And it was uh, only just playing against the St George's team. Now, I've had a bit of team news through for St George's. I'll tease people until tomorrow lunchtime, but I know Kieran McNulty is uh, playing, so that's a big, big plus uh, for them. And also uh, Nathan Cardi's playing as well, so you've got two FC Alaman centre-forwards in the lineup for Geordies tomorrow. So uh, we'll see with the rest of the squad uh, when we do the uh, sports programme at 12.30. Rushing against Peel, two massive heavyweights in Manx football, but at the moment, mixed fortunes. Peel are going well, Russian are struggling at the bottom of the table. Uh, Reese Oates has uh, been great in front of goal. Paul Whitehead as well. So it points to me for a victory for Peel. Ramsey against Onken. Big slip up last week for Ramsey, dropping those points. But Onken, they've got uh, some good young players in there, depending where Tom Creer is. If he's playing for FC Alaman, that'll be uh, sort of a bit of a struggle for them. Onken, no game last week, so we'll wait and see how that one goes. And there against Moran. Uh, I don't mean to be awkward, but I thought they were really down below par last week. I don't know what went wrong. Uh, Nick Hurt's a clever manager and he tried to change things around. A lot of players missing from last season. Awful lot of players. Young players coming in are good players, but it's going to take a while to gel together against the Moran side who, what a super win that he had. And I just uh, think Moran, like last year and the year before, seemed to lose quite a few on the row 
and then suddenly they bounce back and then they beat all the big teams. They did it against Jordy's last year. Can they do it against Air tomorrow? Good chance for them. I certainly agree with you. I'm not going to be a better man on this division anytime soon. <laughs> okay, let's look at DPS Limited Division 2. Four games there this weekend. Yeah, looking forward to this one. And uh, we've got the boys up uh, tomorrow night as well, Rob. We're going to uh, do a bit of a uh, sort of uh, prying into them. You know, the sponsors of Division 2, why they've done it and everything else. The players as well. Uh, but uh, Douglas and District against Castletown. I know D&D got a bit of a ribbon last week because I predicted them to lose. But against Castletown, I think Castletown still are one of the fancy teams. So you've got to go for town. Jim's against Colby. Jordan Edge is uh, scoring plenty of goals for them. I'm going to go for uh, Colby to win. Douglas Athletic against St Mary's. Um, there's a bit of a problem with St Mary's at the moment. We'll bring you some news uh, to that over the next uh, few days. But uh, they're just trying to sort out what's gone on. Uh, they might have played an ineligible player. So we'll work out on that one. And Ramsey Centre against Foxdale. I've heard good reports against Youthy, but I still think Foxdale squad will be too strong. Very well, let's move into the Combination Leagues. Canada Life Combi won and five games there. Yeah, the big game. Let's go for that one first, Rob. Peel against uh, Russian. Um, I believe uh, Russian's uh, Combination team really strong tomorrow against the Peel team. A lot of young players in there who have done well. So a good battle. I've got to go for Russian. The league uh, sort of uh, leaders, I think they are, and also the league champions from last year. So got to go for them to win. Douglas High School, Old Boys against Union Mills. Have to go for Mills because I know Old Boys, still a few players uh, short of quality. Laxey against uh, Douglas Royal. I think uh, Douglas Royal might just uh, sneak this one. Onken against Ramsey. It points to a Ramsey victory. And uh, Moran against Air. Uh, close battle. Draw on the cards, but I've got to go for a winner and I'll go for the home side, Moran. And then we're into DPS Limited Combi 2, rounding off the games on Saturday. Five games there. Yeah, Castletown against uh, D&D. Castletown struggled for a team last week. Uh, D&D got a um, you know, pretty useful combination side in there. So I'll go for D&D to win. Colby against uh, Jims. I'll go for Colby just to take uh, victory in that game. And in the other three remaining games, we've got uh, Paul Rose against uh, Michael Poros have got goal scorers in there, so it always helps you. But Michael have done well so far, but I'll just go for Pulley to win. Braddon against Malou. This will be a real battle. Braddon, as we say each week, good young players coming through. Malou, very experienced uh, team there for combination. Uh, just go, I think, for Malou just to win it. And Foxdale against Ramsey Centre will go for Foxdale to win. And then we're into Sunday, and then one game this weekend at two o'clock kickoff in the Canada Life Women's League. Yeah, it's just the tidying up uh, process for the halfway stage of the grass season, and it's uh, Douglas Royal who uh, will have one or two of their what I call dream players back in there against the Malou side. Have done well, even though they've had a couple of heavy defeats against you know to the better teams. That's going to happen, but they're learning and they're playing uh, some really good football. And when I look at uh, the final ones on Sunday, the Masters football, Douglas Royal against uh, Laxey should be a good game, but I'm going to go for Douglas Royal just to win it. If they've got the same sort of players that they had last season, they've got some quality in there. And Corinthians against Peel, watch Peel recently. Short on numbers a little bit, but I believe they've been cute in the last couple of weeks. And they made some good signings as were Corinthians right to the bones. I think they've got enough uh, players there. A few players away on the off-island, so I'll go for Peel to win. Very well, those are your Manx football fixtures coming up this weekend. Now we will very briefly touch on FC Isle of Man here. They're playing on Sunday. We'll go into it in more detail during Saturday Sport Classified tomorrow, Manx Radio AM 1368. But another late defeat in midweek to a very good West Edsbury and Chorlton side and Luke Murray with an utterly astonishing <laughs> goal, I think it's fair to say. But 
despite the late heartache again, a lot of the comments I've been receiving, and I don't know how it's you feel about this as well, but particularly in the last two games, tough late defeats, but a lot of positives from those Ravens' performances. Definitely, Rob, and when you look at it, um, we were speaking off air about the younger players that have come in. Uh, you know, Dominic McCarry Brennan, and you've also got uh, Tien and Garvey who's uh, come in. Uh, and just right the way through, the team have done well. A little bit of fortune they need, a little bit of luck. Uh, but scoring goals, I've seen Luke uh, Murray's goal, uh, absolutely tremendous. And it doesn't surprise me. Luke's, what, 22 years of age. Man Mountain, superb player. He's improved so much and, um, you know, he's a big But He's stepping up, taking on the responsibility that's been left. Like people like Dan Simpson and, and also Sean Doyle. Mikey Williams not there. Lee Gale's injured at the moment. But, uh, yeah, they just need a little bit of luck. And, um, you know, all round... I think the performances are good. The football's good. I really enjoyed it in the last home game. And uh, midweek, it was just a shame that they just let it slip. But, you know, it is what it is. They're in a tougher league. It's really, you know, caught them out a little bit, I think, how good that league is. And they've conceded a lot of goals, but they're still playing good football. That's football for you sometimes. We've got plenty of positives to take. So, yes, FC Isle of Man, they're travelling to AFC Liverpool on Sunday in the first round of the Macron Cup. We'll talk more about that on Saturday Sport Classified on Manx Radio AM 1368 tomorrow. But for now, Tony, thanks very much, and I'll be catching up with you tomorrow. Well, now turning to rugby, and the odds are currently stacked against Douglas in the early stages of their Regional 2 Northwest campaign, but they'll be eyeing some potentially important points on home soil this weekend. They face Altrincham Kersall at Portashee tomorrow, who are also struggling to find their form at this stage. Elsewhere, Vagabond's men's game in the Counties 3 ADM Langs Cheshire League tomorrow has been called off as their opponents, Albedians, are unable to fulfil the fixture. No further details at this point as to why that is the case. However, the Ravenscroft Mang Shield is returning to action on Saturday. Dave Christian, as ever, has cast his eye over the upcoming action this weekend. First place to start is probably at Portishee, Rob. Uh, Douglas hosting Altrincham Kersall, and uh, they'll fancy their chances here. Uh, Kersall are a uh, similar position to Douglas, and uh, they've just got a slight advantage because they've picked up a couple of bonus points. Um, Kersall have played 5-1-1, Douglas played 5, lost 5. Uh, so the playing record's not too dissimilar uh, but uh, that those bonus points that Altrincham Kersall have picked up, uh, as well as that one win, have given them uh, a little bit of a gap between them and Douglas. Now, it's difficult. Five games in, Rob, you know, you don't want to start to push the panic button a little bit, but uh, Douglas are going to have to look to pick up some points pretty soon. They're away off, uh, adrift at the foot of the table, and what will happen is the other teams at the bottom might just start to pick them off, and they'll find that gap becomes bigger and bigger and bigger until it becomes a bit of a monkey on the back. They uh, picked up a bonus point last time out at Wilmslow, which was two weeks ago, so they'll be reasonably positive that they've started to get something onto the scoreboard, but after five games, only having one point is going to be disappointing. I mean, they've definitely got the personnel. Uh, my own fear for them at the start of the season was they didn't look big enough in the forwards. They brought Phil Kringle in, the, the coach. He's uh, He's been on the bench at least for the last game. Uh, we've had Neil Killier there into the second row. That gives them uh, a lot of power and mobility. And uh, Rob Todd, Dave Sherwin, uh, whoever's in who can uh, uh, Owen Carvin as well, Simon Hodder not back into the front row. They've got plenty of big guys there that are going to uh, do the graft for them. They just need to perhaps get around the park. The back line is probably okay. Uh, they've got some quick guys in 
a guy Wood, very skillful player indeed. And uh, Luke Highland at nine is always going to kick your points. Uh, so they're going to fancy their chances with uh, Altrincham Kersall at home. It's one o'clock. It's an early kickoff down there, uh, which presumably is due to Kersall's travelling arrangements. But no Vagabonds game on. There should be a couple of players available for them now to take part in the Manx Shield. Uh, Vagabonds and Douglas combining for the Eastern Barbarians. And this weekend, the Barbarians will be playing at Portishee and facing Ramsey's Reds. The Reds uh, were probably pre-season favourites, but because of the different format what we're seeing in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield, uh, the Ramsey and Southern Nomads have agreed to shuffle their two teams together uh, to make two uh, probably less dominant teams, two sort of average teams, I guess is probably the best way to describe it. Ramsey's Reds lost against their own Blues uh, a couple of weeks back. Uh, they're not on top of the table, as you might think, so uh, they'll be looking to get uh, themselves back. Things are changing around within that Reds team. The Eastern Barbarians, they've got a whole host of uh, veterans, like I've seen Mark Shortland and Ekong Bell out. There's also a crop of youngsters as well, so uh, difficult to say how it'll go because the Eastern Barbarians have been a little bit inconsistent from game to game. Uh, my guess is we'll probably see a Reds win. At the Merrick Park, Ramsey's Blues, who are currently top of the table, they take on Castletown. Uh, a lot of changes in the Ramsey team today, but Castletown picked up their first win a couple of weeks ago. That will give them a little shot in the arm, and they may be a little bit more competitive. Uh, Elliot Burnett, uh, he's been kicking his goals well at 10, and uh, Owen Maroney uh, picked up two tries on his debut, I think it was, two weeks ago against the Barbarians. For Ramsey, again, as usual, with the shuffling around, there's a whole host of team changes. Uh, Dale Ratliff's going to come back in at 10. Great direct runner, uh, and he'll give uh, Ramsey's Blues some impetus. And Dan Richmond, uh, player of the year last season and leading point scorer, he's not able to take part regularly, but he's going to be there at scrum half as well. So that 9-10 going to be quite important for Ramsey. The final game of the day in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield is Western Vikings against Emerging Nomads out there at QE2. Uh, Vikings are winless so far, and they'll be keen to put the record straight there but they're missing a really influential player Jack Goodwin uh, he's hurt his back in a mountain bike accident uh, before the season started and uh, he's likely to miss probably all of this season and I'm not going to say they're rudderless without him they've got some great young players Toby Poole Wilson was pretty good last season too Nomads Greens don't have a game and I'm sure there'll be a little bit of squad overlap in there and I think Nomads Whites have a great chance to go top of the table all the games in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield kick off at 2 215. Manx Radio Sport. Dave Christian with that report there. Rounding things off tonight after the spotlight was on the first fixtures of the cup competitions in Manx hockey last time out, league action returns in the mixed hockey season this weekend. Games are back across the divisions from the mixed Premier League right through to the under 15s. And I caught up once again with Ben Cunningham to look at what's in store. Straight into the Rossborough Mixed Premier League games coming up this weekend, four in fact, and starting with the early pushback at five past eleven, it's a repeat of last week's interclub derby in the Cub, and it's Vikings B against Vikings A at the NSC. Yep, and it's the third time these guys have met, so the the club must be absolutely loving the the derbies. Vikings A, I, you must say, you you've got to think will come out on top, but. Vikings B have looked strong, so let's just wait and see how it happens on the day. Well, the next game here at uh, 5 past 2 at the NSC is also a repeat of uh, Cup fixture from last weekend, and it's Backers A against Valkyrie's A. Yeah, and Backers A only just came out of that one with the win 3-2, so it'll be really interesting to see how the league fixture plays out, but 
It'll be a close one, that one, and it'll be a great game to watch. And there are two other games at five past two as well. One in the south of the island at Castle Russian High School, and that's Castletown Celts. They will host Backersby. Yeah, Castletown Celts have really been a surprise package this season. I mean, at the start of the season, I'm not afraid to hold my hands up and say I didn't think they were going to be in the position they are now, but... I mean, hats off to them. They're doing absolutely fantastically well. Backers B, of course, you know, they're, they're having a good season as well. The results have been up and down, but Castown Celts are looking really strong, and I think it'll be a Castown Celts win. And making up the mixed Premier League fixtures this weekend, right up into the north of the island, and it's uh, Ramsey A. They host Valkyries B at 5 Yeah, past Ramsey A just haven't really seemed to have got going this season so far. Valkyries B have got a, a point on the table, but this is a must-win game, really, for Ramsey, and I think if Ramsey don't get anything out of this it could possibly maybe sum up the season for them. Let's have a quick look through the other divisions then we have three games in the Rossborough Mixed Division 1 Yep so at 12.35 we have Backers C against Vikings C. 12.35 again we have Harlequins A against Vikings D and then at 2.05 we have Valkyrie C against Castown Southerners. Then we move on to Rossborough Mixed Division 2. Three games there as well Yep so at 12.35 12.35 we have Ramsey Rookies against Castletown Cushacks. At 3.35 we have Ramsey Ravens against Vikings E. And at 3.35 again we have Castletown Camags against Valkyries D. Then we move to Rossbrook Mixed Division 3. Also three games there. Yep, so the first game of the day is Backers Colts against Castletown Carracks. And that's at 11.05. Uh, then at 12.35 we have Valkyries Colts against Castletown Cosney. And at 3.30 we have Backers D against Harlequins B. And then last but certainly not least, we have three games in the Rossborough Mixed Under-15s division. Yep, so at 11.05 we have uh, Castletown Sharks against Vikings. At 12.35 we have Harlequins against Castletown Savers. And at 3.30 we have Backers against Ramsey Rogues and Rascals. Manx Radio Sport. Ben Cunningham with that report there. Well, thank you very much for joining us this evening and thank you to my guests this week, Claire Batty, Tony Mepham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. That's all from me, so have a wonderful Friday, whatever you're doing, and a wonderful weekend. Chris Kinley is here next. Until next time, bye for now.